Hey, what's happening, everyone? It is the soon-to-be-named podcast. I'm your host, Justin Stapleton. We are getting into the meat of January, and that means if we're two, three weeks into January, chances are you've probably already forgotten and or given up on all of your New Year's resolutions, uh, unless those happen to be drinking more beer, eating more hot wings, <laughs> and watching more football. Anyway, so what we were going to talk about today is a way to sort of get you back on track. Um, we've got a very inspirational guest with us here. We have uh, actually an American Ninja Warrior. That's right, an actual American Ninja Warrior. Her name is Brandy. Brandy, your last name again, please? Monteverdi. Brandy Monteverdi. She is yes. a uh, trainer by accident, mm -hmm. as we found out. A great way to put yes. that as well uh, here in the greater Houston area. Welcome, Brandy. Thank you. Um, so, Let's just give folks a little bit of a background on what you said. You're a, a mother of three. Yes, a mother of three, seven-year-old, five-year-old, and three-year-old. So you don't have your hands full or anything. Oh, yeah. Yeah, exactly. They keep me busy. I'm sure, sure they yeah. do. Absolutely, as all kids do. Um, but this is something that when you and I were talking before the show here, uh, a really interesting backstory. This was not something you set out to do to be a trainer. Um, obviously, I, I assume that... Uh, being fit and kind of, you know, having that healthy lifestyle was something that was always there, but not necessarily as a career or as sort of a, a singular focus at this point, right? Right. Yeah. I um, My mom actually passed away 12 years ago from pancreatic cancer, and, um, and I was just 22 years old when she passed. So uh, in her final months, she and I had a lot of conversations about my future um, as a motherless mother. She knew I wasn't going to have a mom being a mom, um, which is an obstacle, a big obstacle. And it takes a lot of um, endurance and a lot of faith. And um, when she was preparing me for that journey, she told me, Brandy, you know, the ultimate gift you can give your children is your health. And um, so she had me promise that I would do all I can to be the strongest and healthiest I can be for my future children. And so at the time, 22 years old, I said, oh, yeah, sure, I can take that promise. You're like, got it. Yeah, no big deal. Fast forward, and I had three kids, and I quickly saw what she was talking about. Uh, mothers are always take care of themselves last. Sure. And, um, you know, we have to take care of everybody. And at the end of the day, you just have nothing left to invest in yourself. And I quickly saw this is what my mom was talking about. This is if I want to be healthy for my children, this is the time I need to make it a lifestyle. So um, I was watching American Ninja Warrior. And as most um, couch ninjas, as we call them, people on the couch watching American Ninja Warrior think, yeah. ah, why'd they fall? I can do that. Yeah. That was me. Mm -hmm. And so I thought I can do that. And so I went to Iron Sports um, just to try it out, looking for a fun way to be fit quickly found that I could not do it, um, but I could do it just enough that motivated me to keep going back. Yeah. Um, and I just kind of quickly got into the obstacle world. I started doing competitions, um, and uh, then there you go. I made my way to the show. I um, was kind of convinced by a lot of the people I train with, and women started asking me advice on how do you do this, and how do you have the core strength to do this, especially af after having babies. and. And so I kind of started guiding people. Um, that led to me teaching a class at the Ninja Gym, which led to me teaching a faith and fitness ministry at my church. Um, all of that stems from that promise I made my mom. And I think that is such a powerful thing because in the time I didn't realize the, the value in that promise. I didn't realize that it is an actual commitment and lifestyle to be healthy for your children, to be healthy for yourself. 
Um, it's a gift that you can give to your children, but ultimately it's a gift you're giving yourself. So I know a lot of people are struggling with New Year's resolutions or finding a way for them to be fit. And that's what has motivated me every day is being fit is not about looking good in your clothes. It's not about looking good in your bikini on spring break. It's not about, you know, being as fit as you were before kids. It's, it's not about anything like that. For me, being fit is a gift you give yourself. And in turn, your husband, your children, your family, your friends. And when you are your healthiest self, you're your best self. And it's a mindset, too. It's a mindset. It is. And it kind of feeds into it. Like the, the better you take care of yourself, the more positive you treat other people. And it's kind of this chain reaction of, um, of you know, being the best version of yourself. So days that I need motivation, everyone thinks that because I'm a trainer, I'm always motivated. I was going to say, that's a big yeah. misnomer. I know a few trainers and they're like, hey. I don't like to get out of bed either some days. Yes. No, it is so true. There are so many days where I'm thinking, oh, my gosh, do I really have to do this today? And so, I mean, it's the struggle is real. It is. We're all busy. We sure. um, all have days that we feel more energetic than others. So what I have told myself and what I really live by is the days that it's the hardest for you to get up are the days that you need to work out the most. Um, and 100% of the time after a workout, you'll think, whew, I'm so glad I did that. So just remind yourself on those days that you feel like, nope, not today. I've got that meeting. I've got that. That's the day you need it the most. Right. And it just takes, and I also give myself a three-second rule. I always say, okay, when I count to three, I'm just going to get up and do it. No more questioning. And so I will count one, two, three. And on three, I just get up and do it. And sometimes my three seconds is very slow <laughs> one the oxford three <laughs> yeah. seconds yeah. but if you just wire your mind okay at three i'm up i'm going and right. you will not regret it i promise you now i know that a lot of people sometimes get stuck um you know what i've noticed over the years of going to the gym in particular is that you have this huge influx of new folks that mm -hmm. go there right after their first of the year and they start motivated and then yeah. like most things what we do in life that motivation somewhat weans because as you said meetings get in the way right. kids soccer games volleyball games mm -hmm. whatever it is you know starts to uh, kind of creep back in there um and i think my personally and, and i'll have you speak to this is that i feel like it's and i know in my own head it gets easy to kind of cheat off just a nibble mm -hmm. and then it becomes a little bigger mm -hmm. and bigger and bigger until all of a sudden you're not going to the gym anymore because you think, oh, well, I've got to put two hours in at the gym or I've right. got to put an hour and a half at CrossFit. Mm -hmm. And I think what, what, what you're saying is, is that just get up and get started mm -hmm. and then let things kind of materialize from there. Yeah, for me, um, what has made what has worked for me personally, and what I try to translate to my clients, is um, simplify fitness. People make fitness so complicated. They first of all, they um, my husband and I joke. We say we start off rocky. You know, you start off in rocky mode, and you think, oh, I'm going to work out for two hours, and yeah. I'm going to do this many, and then two weeks later, you're totally burnt out. Yeah. Um, so I don't start off rocky, right? So um, just simplify. Just think, I'm going to do ten more minutes than I did last week. I'm going to do, you know, five more push-ups than I did yesterday. And just start simple. And then as your body um, gets stronger, as your willpower gets stronger and your motivation gets stronger, you can push from there. And I'm, I'm a big believer in you don't need to work out more than 30 minutes a day. In that 30 minutes, though, you have to be smart. 
It's not changing your PlayStation song, and it's not adjusting your pants and tying your shoes. If you're really, really efficient in that 30 minutes, that's all you need yeah. to maintain a healthy lifestyle. Yeah, and I, I have to say, on a personal level, that's one of my largest pet peeves mm-hmm. at the gym is someone that will do one set of whatever and then sit and run through their Instagram yeah. for the next five minutes. Yeah. And I'm like, let's go. Yes, like, let's, yes. Let's get a sweat working out here. Yes, I know, but it's so easy to do. It's sure. so It's so easy to... Um, uh, stay comfortable. Right. And, uh, you know, if you want to change, the first step of changing is being uncomfortable. And it's really hard to make yourself be uncomfortable. Um, I know every time I get on the starting line of an obstacle course, I can tell you that's the ultimate uncomfortable. <laughs> that never gets comfortable. But as soon as you start to conquer um, and being comfortable with being uncomfortable, that's when your life really changes. Tell us a little more about that, because I know that that a, a, a very uh, hit show here on uh, KPRC Channel 2, by the way, mm-hmm. shameless plug. <laughs> uh, but that show, I think, has gotten or resonates so well with people because they see their friends, their mm-hmm. neighbors, their, you know, uh, church friends. Right. Significant others, whatever. They're personal trainers that they've Mm -hmm. known for 10 years. Regular people are out there saying, look, I can do this and I can conquer this. I got an opportunity to cover um, uh, Daniel. I can't recall his last name. Yeah, Daniel Mm -hmm. Gill. I'll tell you what, run through a wall for that gentleman, right? Mm -hmm. Because he just has this infectious personality that Mm -hmm. says, oh, you can do it. I'll show you how. Um, Tell us about how you got involved with the Iron Gym there and, and just kind of the mindset that they use to motivate people. Yeah, so I, um, like I said, I went to Iron Sports for the first time just looking for a fun way to um, enjoy fitness. Mm-hmm. And um, uh, you keep going back because I think it's a mindset, like you said. Um, you fall on that obstacle, which in your mind you think looks easy. And then you try it and you fall. And that's like that motivation for me, my personality type. That's what makes me go, wait a second, why did I fall? I'm better than that. And so it makes you push yourself. And um, unlike, you know, running 10 miles or, you know, unlike having an actual um, set number goal, it's fun to say, you know what, I want to be able to complete that obstacle. And as you're working your way two, two weeks or so into completing that obstacle, you realize your body's changing and your endurance is changing. Your arms are stronger. Your core is stronger. All without intentionally working out. You're just playing. You're just playing on obstacles. And so I think that's kind of the mindset of, American Ninja Warrior is you are playing to be fit and I'm just like kids kids love recess right this is like the ultimate recess for adults Um, so it's just a really fun way of being fit and it is for everybody Um, me being there so often I trained with people like Daniel Gill, which, of course, I was with him this morning, actually. Mm -hmm. Um, And he can make things look so easy, right? Yeah. It's ridiculous. It is. Um, And then you have other people that come in that are your 9-to-5 businessman who uh, has not hung from a bar in 10 years. So it's a very wide range of people, which is the beauty of Ninja. And that's why I love it so much because it's everybody is there for the same reason and the same reason is to enjoy taking care of yourself and to me it's kind of a connection between life's obstacles and when you are in life's obstacles whether it's dealing with a diagnosis or a death or you know the ups and downs of life how do you deal with it in that moment to me I take that energy and I translate it to the obstacle course and it's how am I going to get through this obstacle? And oftentimes I fall, but that's kind of life, right? Life is you fall and it's how do you get back up? So that's kind of the inspirational part to me is every time I fall, I'm inspired to come back and to come back stronger. And I think that's, that's something that people that 
see fitness as not just an end goal but a lifestyle correct is paramount to that you know i, I that's something that i've noticed and, and and we'll say this for some of my you know we'll call them mature listeners mm-hmm. uh, out here you know i'm in my early 40s you know i have no problem telling people that the hair gives it away anyway so that's the <laughs> case but i've noticed that as i've gotten a little older that becomes more of a priority of mm-hmm. trying to take care of yourself because when I go on long runs now, training for a half marathon or whatnot, right. the knees hurt mm-hmm. and they used to not do that. And now they do. S- tell us or, or give me a, a sense of how important that is kind of this this fitness for life, mm-hmm. especially as maybe you're in your 30s, you're in right. your 40s or at this point. You know, I've talked to people that didn't start running until they were in their 50s mm-hmm. and they feel better and stronger now than they right. did when they were 25. Yeah, so, um, you know, for me speaking personally, being a mom, you are on all the time, right? Um, So energy produces energy. So the more you move, the more you're able to move. Mm -hmm. The less you move, the less you're able to move. So um, days that I'm working out really good at the gym and training people and I'm real active, I find that I have more energy with the kids. So um, I think mentally it's good for you as you age because when you get home from work or you get home from whatever it is you do during the day, all you really want to do is get in your pajama pants and lay on the couch, right? right? But usually what you'll find is the next morning you're sluggish, it's harder to get out of bed. But if you exert yourself in the gym and you know go on that power walk, walk your dog, whatever it is, you'll find that waking up in the morning is actually actually easier. So um, fitness is, as a lifestyle can create better sleep. Um, it can create a desire to eat healthier. And I'm, a, I'm big about balance. I'm mm-hmm. not one that is going to watch every gram of protein and lettuce and everything. That, right. That's just not realistic for me. So for me, it's balance. So I'm all about working out hard, and laying on the couch hard yeah. <laughs> and uh, eating healthy and eating french fries. So sure. it's about finding your balance. And everyone has a different balance, too, and you have to experiment with that. But when you find that right balance, it can easily become a lifestyle that you can maintain through the seasons of your life. And I think that's what I always say personally. I tell people, they say, well, why do you run so much? I say, because I like hot wing and beer. Uh-huh. That's why. <laughs> yes, know? yes. I like so, my beer, too. Right. And so that allows yeah. me to be able to do those things. And obviously, you know, as a stress reliever as well. Um, you had mentioned before that this was something that once you got involved with Iron Sports and people were asking you mm-hmm. questions, you decided, or I guess you and your husband talked it over and you said, hey, maybe I should start putting some classes together. Right. Um, tell us about, or tell me about some of what you do in that capacity, because you, for those of you that don't know if you want to get a chance you can go to clickthehouston.com and you can find brandy's column she is yes. our fitness guru uh, mm-hmm. that we have on our website as well all kinds of great tips and tricks and techniques right. and whatnot yeah. but uh, you know how did you kind of get into that vein oh gosh that that's hard to say because it's been such a journey yeah. it's been such an unplanned journey that i just um i told my husband going into this that i just felt a tug in my heart to um just say yes yeah You know, that was kind of my mantra with fitness is just say yes. If someone wants me to try a new class, just say yes. If somebody wants me, you know, so that was kind of my mantra, the whole thing. And um, believing in that has opened up so many doors. So when I was asked to do classes at the Ninja Gym at Iron Sports, I just said yes, having no clue what I was doing. But I was like, sure, I'll show you it works for me. Like, I'll figure it out. Sure. Why not? And then um, that led to women in my neighborhood saying, oh, you should do a fitness class at our church at Memorial Drive United Methodist Church which is in my neighborhood and of course that's not obstacles that's just more of general fitness so I do that and so it's given me the opportunity to make fitness um, a community sport you know it's really neat to see such a wide range of women who um, and men I train men as well 
who are very fit all the way down to just getting back into fitness after having their kids and they haven't been, you know, they can't hardly do one push up. So it's no matter where you are on the spectrum, I feel like that has been my strength is to meet you where you are. And I think that's why the doors keep opening because I'm so willing to, I don't have a set way of what I think fitness should be. I think everybody has their own journey. And so I'm giving them that opportunity at my church classes, at Iron Sports Ninja Gym. I do classes at my house. So I meet you where you are in your journey. And so that's why I love it. And I think that's why people kind of gravitate to my style of teaching because it is real. It's for the everyday person. Um, Like I said, it's simple. I simplify it. It's intense. I'm not going to make it sound easy because I'm definitely, um, I'm a a quality over quantity person. So if you're going to be here, you're going to be here right yeah. like you're gonna be all in you're gonna work you're gonna work so um i th- i think a lot of my girls have had big results big big results life-changing results mm-hmm. so it's such an honor for me to see that and be part of that and then of course the other moms that wait what are you doing you look fabulous and they go oh brandy and then everyone's like oh no i'm not going to the ninja no. <laughs> <laughs> and i'm like i promise i will not have you hanging from doorways i promise unless you want to right. if you want to unless I can we do can do it too. then yeah. let's do it so, yeah. yeah, I'm just kind of, I'm a little bit everywhere. And my husband and I laugh because I am everywhere. My days are in my car from driving to the ninja gym, to the church, to this, to that. And I'm a little bit all over the place. But because I'm meeting people's needs in different ways. So, yeah. Yeah. Do you feel like that's an important part as a trainer for someone? Let's say someone that's trying to uh, find a trainer, as you said. There's mm-hmm. all kinds of different trainers. We've got a billion different gyms here right. I- across the greater Houston area. Um, across Texas, across all of the country here. How important is it to find a trainer that fits with you and your personality? Oh, I think that is crucial. I really, really do. It's Um, like a pair of shoes, isn't it? Totally, for sure. And I'm a different trainer for each of my clients. Mm So um, I adjust to each person, which I think is really important because some trainers have their set in stone way that either works for some and doesn't. Um, So I'm more um, aggressive with some and then I'm more like, okay, let's modify with others, you know. So I think the first step is you have to be yourself around your client, uh, around your trainer. Mm -hmm. Um, If you are yourself, your trainer will be able to read you and to be able to understand what's going to help you change your life. If you put on a front of, you know, um, trying to be more than you are or trying to, you know, it's going to be hard for your trainers. So you have to read each other. Um, so I think that is imperative that you click with your trainer. And if you don't, um, rather than not showing up for sessions, don't use that as an out. Talk to your trainer. Say, hey, I'm not vibing with the way you do this or that. They can change it mm-hmm. and they're willing to change it. Right. Um, you know, when people ask me about training, I always say, like, you know, when they ask about my, what, what are your openings? What are you? And I'm like, I don't know. I, I did not, I was not supposed to be a trainer. I don't have a schedule. I don't no. have, but my heart leads me. So for me, I think that that's what leads my training sessions is I genuinely want to change people's lives. I genuinely want people to be their, their healthiest, their strongest. Um, so that's what drives me. And I think that that translates into my clients because they get more motivated to come and I see their faces lighter I see them smiling more rather than crying when I say a burpee they might (laughs) (laughs) do a half smile but I just think loving the loving the journey find find a trainer that makes you love the journey Mm -hmm. so as a trainer or or as someone that that covers and 
you know, knows fitness fairly well, especially in this day and age. Um, we had folks from the Houston Marathon on mm -hmm. recently as well and asked them about some of the ways that technology in the 21st century here mm -hmm. is helping or hindering, mm -hmm. either way, uh, some of the goals of runners and folks that are trying to do marathon. I'll ask you that same question. Yeah. There are a billion apps out there. Um, yes. And you know, we know that some are probably better than others. Mm -hmm. One, what is your theory on using technology-based training applications? And two, do you think it can help or hurt or both? Um, gosh, that's. I think that's going to be a different answer for every person. Mm -hmm. I am one that... Um, I, I'm a self-motivator, so I can push myself. So for me, um, a technology app would probably work. Um, for others, it would give you an opportunity to cheat yourself. Um, some people have a really hard time pushing themselves. And if the app says 20 squats and it starts burning at 14, they probably stop at 14, right? So I think that's where it can hinder you because you really have to get in the mindset of pushing yourself because no one's there to watch you. No one knows if you're cheating. Mm -hmm. um, and I'm not cheating, but nobody knows if you're not pushing yourself, right? right? Um, uh, and then uh, other forms of technology, I think, can really motivate some people. Like when you look at Instagram and Facebook and you follow certain people that make fitness look so easy and beautiful with these perfect outfits and these perfect, you know, bodies and everything. And I also think that that can hinder you because it can intimidate you. It can make you watch that person and say, and that's why I don't go to the gym. Right. Right. So I think technology, you just have to have the right mindset of um, it's yourself. It's it's your self-motivation. And if that person intimidates you that you follow on Instagram, don't follow them. Don't follow them. Yeah. Follow somebody that you, that motivates you. Um, and for me, I I like to I like to follow um, other people that can do things I can't. I wish I was better at yoga and flexibility and handstands and all those beautiful things you see people do. Mm -hmm. So I follow a lot of those people because I try to be like them, <laughs> sure. right? So don't follow somebody you don't want to be like, yeah. right? That's kind of my, my tip there. I think that's a great tip yeah. uh, for motivation. Uh, is there something new this year, 2018, or something that you've read or seen that is kind of uh, an eyebrow raiser in the fitness industry, something either nutrition-wise or, or technique-wise? I know that um, I've had a before we've had some folks on the podcast here that have talked about the merits and some of the, you know, we'll call it um, things you have to watch out for with like CrossFit because mm -hmm. it's a little more, you know, plyometrically based and it's real high impact right. and super explosive and then that can lead to injuries if you're mm -hmm. not doing it right. And, and so then, you know, there's that whole argument as well. But is there anything that you've been noticing that you've been watching so far that, that, that you're really excited about? Yeah. Um, hmm. Well, of course, I'm excited with anything with Ninja, right? And I think that Ninja is catching on to people. I think people are starting to realize that it's a really, really good workout, and it is for everybody. Mm -hmm. If you can't do a pull-up, there's modifications to do a pull-up. So um, I'm excited that, that that world of fitness is growing. Um, but, you know, you hear things about the fasting and... Um, oh gosh, what all these juices and, right. and I am not against any of them. I mean, I'm sure they work wonders for some people, but again, I go back to balance and I feel like if you really want fitness to be a lifestyle, if you want 2018 to be the year that you are going to change your body, your life, um, maybe jumpstart it with one of those things, but you've got to find something that is your balance. 
Um, and that doesn't mean eat perfect all week and then binge during the weekend. Right. Right. And that's sometimes yeah, what meal prep for yeah. five days and then it's Waterburger about seven. Yeah. And yeah. So just find find your balance. And I can't tell you what your balance is because everyone has a different one. Um, everybody metabolizes metabolizes food differently. So you have to find what works for you. Mm-hmm. Um, so I would say try to stay away from the extreme fads unless your body is ready for it. If you are already fit, then you can go into CrossFit and have the mindset of I'm going all out. If you haven't worked out in two years, you're not going to want to dive into an intense program. Right. And if you do dive into an intense program, use the modifications. Don't try to keep up with your neighbor and really watch your form. Um, you know, so I, I would say just listen to yourself, but push yourself. And that's a really fine line mm-hmm. of pushing yourself and not hurting yourself. Yeah. And only you know that line. And again, going back to the trainer, your trainer doesn't know when you're about to hurt yourself. Sometimes right. I can see somebody's form starting to get a little sloppy and I'll say, stop, stop, stop. Let's readjust. Mm-hmm. But oftentimes I can't see what you're feeling. So if you feel like, God, oh, my body, my back hurts, my back, say something. Right. You have to say it. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, that's probably smart. Okay, yeah. all right, quick question. I'm going to put you on the spot here. Oh, gosh. So, uh, it's okay, I promise. So, quick question. Uh, everybody has those certain, um, I don't want to call them cheat because I don't like that word. I, I, I think that just makes it a bad versus uh-huh. something that's, as you said, balance. Right. Um, what's your go-to non-healthy food? I ate it on my way here. Outstanding. What I did. It? Southwell's. BLT. It's Ooh. a it's like a burger joint. Okay. Um, in my area and like the memorial area. Yeah. Um, Southwell's BLT and French fries. Um, with a side of honey mustard and a side of ranch, and I dip every bite into the honey mustard or ranch. That sounds outstanding. It's fabulous, and all the people that are listening that have had Southwell's totally know what I'm talking about. Um, my husband has been out of town hunting. Um, for six days uh-huh. and uh, so when he got home last night I said we are going to Southwells tomorrow so we did we all went as a family and I got my my meal and beer I'm a big beer drinker yeah I mean I don't drink um, a large amount but I do have a beer every day at five o'clock sure Every day, maybe because I have three children, I'm not <laughs> sure. <laughs> but there may be a correlation here. <laughs> yes, every day at five, and then sometimes I go to ninja class at night after, sure. and my tra- the people I train with all go, "Oh, she's had her beer," and it sounds awful. I'm not going, yeah. you know, I'm having one. Right. But that I would say that's my cheat. Yeah. But it's not my cheat. I think I wouldn't call it a cheat. I would say that's my that's my um my balance. Right. That's what keeps me feeling human. Yeah. Right. You have to have your. Your thing, my thing's not sweets. I would much rather put down a bowl of chips and queso. I'm the exact same way. Yeah. And we've done, we've gone through the newsroom here and talked about, are you a sweet or are you a salty person? Because mm-hmm. you're either one of the both. Yes. You're either one or the other. That's kind of where people gravitate yes, to. Yes, I so. get my beer and I put it in the freezer. If you put a beer in the freezer for 13 minutes, it's perfection. Perfect. Salt, of course. Oh, yeah. Yeah, so that that is something I definitely look forward to. Yep. Yeah, and I, I, I feel like I earn it. You mm-hmm. know, you earn it as a mother. You earn it, um, and then, of course, I earn it by the calories I burn. So. Absolutely. <laughs> That's great stuff. Yes. Brandy, where can people find your information, either if they're interested in taking a class or just want to read up more about some of the stuff that you do? Where can they find you? Yeah, so you can get more of my story about my journey on how I um, got into fitness mm-hmm. um, on my Facebook page, KTF Fitness slash Brandy Monteverdi. Okay. Um, and then on the KPRC um, website, it is, uh, what is it, click2houston.com click yeah. backslash yep. workout. You got it. And um, you'll find some of my stuff there. And then Instagram at Brandy Monteverdi. Instagram, I post some of my um, 
my videos is in the ninja gym and then also some some family stuff and just I'm no different than anybody else that's what I always tell people I'm no different than the people listening I'm I'm just your normal everyday mom um so you too can push yourself and try new things I think that's a huge thing that's changed my life is to try new things don't look at somebody doing a handstand on a wall and say I can't do that because you can sure you can't do it your first time but you can Mm -hmm. and um so try new things find your balance and love fitness fitness is actually really fun if you stop taking it so serious that's yeah. outstanding yeah. those are great words to live by yeah brandy thanks so much for joining us today. Yes, i really appreciate you. it as well i'm motivated to to go uh to go run and work out now but i already got mine in today so I'm <laughs> as well thank you very much brandy we'd love yes. to have you come back on the podcast anytime we'll talk more about some uh techniques and whatnot as we get ready for let's say swimsuit season spring break that's right that nine weeks away yeah, right? i know it's coming up yep. so we'll definitely have you back as well All right, thanks for joining us. This is the soon-to-be-named podcast. You can get this podcast, amazing podcast that it was, and all the others. All you have to do is go onto your iPhone, go to the uh, App Store, the podcast section, and just search for the soon-to-be-named podcast. You can also get it on Google Play as well. I'm your host, Justin Stapleton. Thanks for joining me, guys and gals and everybody out there. Uh, Stay safe. Stay fit. Yes. As Brandy would say, remember balance. That's the key. And we'll talk to you next time. Bye. Later, Gators.